Welcome to the Soft Life with Sadie Baddies. Sadie Baddies is the antidote to mental health stigma, and this podcast is hosted by yours truly, Priscilla O. Adjman. We are a virtual sanctuary centering Black and multiracial people, and we prioritize the mental and emotional nourishment that is the foundation of collective healing in our communities. Thank you for being here. Welcome back to the Soft Life Baddies. I'm so happy to be back with you for another episode. So if you've been catching up with us online, you'll see that we did an amazing collaboration with Apple Podcasts in honor of Mental Health Awareness Month. So we were asked to curate a list of our favorite wellness, mental health, personal development, and self-discovery podcasts. And we have a lot of your faves on that list. So definitely check it out if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts. It will be under the title for a softer, more balanced life curated with the Sadie Baddies Wellness community. So thank you again, Apple, for this collaboration and partnering with us. We are so excited to bring this curated list to our community and our global listener audience. So today we are going to talk about some tips for a monthly reset. I don't know about you, but I am in need of a monthly reset every single month at the end of the month. And I started doing this practice a couple of years ago, and it really has helped me to not only reflect on my month, month to month, but it's helped me to pivot and move towards my goals in a more strategic way. And that goes for personal goals, financial goals, health goals, all of the things. So I want to bring you this this episode as a as a guide so that you can start incorporating a monthly reset in your day-to-day routine. So if you're somebody that really thrives on structure or if you're somebody that wants to start incorporating more structure into your life, this episode is for you. So, let's talk about the five areas first that you can start to incorporate so that you can have a hard reset every single month. And by hard reset, I really mean you just take a moment to evaluate, to do some preparation so that you're going into a new month with new energy, with new focus, with goals that are aligned to what you want currently. So what you need currently. So the five areas are the financial, your personal, your environmental, physical, and spiritual. So these are five areas that I always pick up on. I might add a couple other areas every now and then. So for example, I might add social if I feel like I really want to focus on my my social life for, you know, the following month, maybe I didn't spend as much time with my family or my friends, etc. So I might add that or I might add educational if I want to learn a new skill or pick up a new skill. Those are some things that I might add to these categories. But these are the five that are essentially the baseline for a monthly reset. So a monthly reset allows you to start a new page for the new month. So we are in the the last literally the last two days of May right now. June is starting very soon for a lot of business owners. This also signifies the end of a quarter, the end of Q2 going into the next quarter of the month, I mean, of the year. And this can put a lot of pressure on us to start to feel, okay, what what's going on? How's my year going? Going back to your goal list in the beginning of the year, if you did set goals or set intentions, 
or going back to your vision board and seeing what's already come into fruition, what hasn't, this is a really good way to start being more mindful about where your time is going. So the first area, as I mentioned, is financial. And so the first thing you want to do is evaluate your budget. If you're not already using a budget, there are a lot of different budgeting apps such as Mint, um, Y-N-A-B, which stands for you need a budget, which is pretty straight to the point. Um, there's also Expensify if you're a business owner to track your expenses. Also QuickBook, QuickBooks if you're a business owner. So these are just some apps. There's a lot of different apps that you can use. Um, also, there's financial advisors and other financial c- content creators that do provide budgeting spreadsheets. So if you have a favorite financial advisor or content creator, check out their website to see if they have some tools or resources for you already. So with financial resets, beyond evaluating your budget, you really also want to review your expenses and set your financial goals for the upcoming month. So maybe this month you spent a little bit too much on takeout, right? That could be an area that's, ooh, okay, let me try to reel that back in. How are you going to cut back on ordering takeout? You might want to maybe put a little bit more or allocate more money towards your grocery budget so that you are not tempted to order takeout every single day or every week. If that is a habit that you want to stop, of course, Depending on your lifestyle, this might work perfectly for you. Not going to knock anyone who needs to order takeout on a regular basis. It's there for a reason. It's there for our convenience. But if this is something that you want to edit out of your week or your practice, consider allocating your money towards other areas of your life you want to improve. And of course, focusing on your saving and planning for any upcoming financial obligations. Sometimes one of the biggest issues when it comes to budgeting is not planning for these surprises or these social gatherings we might have. For example, if it's your birthday month or friend's birthday month or you have an engagement party to go to or friend's bachelorette or Maybe you're just booked and busy every weekend. You want to make sure that you're allocating the right amount of funds to support those activities. Otherwise, you might need to reconsider, you know, halfway or even in the beginning of the month and reconsider what you can be committed to based on your financial goals. And I think it's also important to be honest about what your financial bandwidth is with yourself and also maybe with your social circle as well. If you have a friend group that likes to spend a lot of money on social outings, consider doing something this month or consider hangouts this month that might be a little bit more affordable. So instead of going out to eat, you can invite your friend over for lunch or instead of going to brunch every single weekend, maybe you guys have a picnic, you have a a book swap in the park or you just take a walk there doesn't need to be a lot of reasons why there does not need to be uh always a financial burden when it comes to spending time with your friends and that is something that has really helped me to not only still have great experiences every month with my my loved ones but making sure that I'm also in the financial bubble that I want to stay in every month. So next, I 
of course, would suggest your personal reset. So on a personal level, this is really more about how you're feeling, how you are taking care of yourself. So every month taking some time out for self-reflection and taking some time to do some self-care. I like to do a highs and lows of every month. So every month I will list out what were my highs, what were my highlights of the month, what were things that I was really proud of, as well as lows. What were some things that I was really challenged with? What were situations that I was challenged with? What were some of the feelings that kept coming up for me this month? Really doing a self-evaluation. This is very good data for you to fall back on because what you can also do is if you are working with a therapist or you're working with a mental health professional, a counselor, someone who's really there to support you in your mental health journey, you can look back and see, okay, well, these months were really challenging for me because I went through a breakup or I was having uh, issues at work or there was things going on with my family. When you have that data on yourself, you can do a deeper assessment and understand why you might have been going through a more challenging times during certain parts of the year. Or even it could be a season thing, you know, for a lot of folks who do struggle with seasonal affective disorder, which is a form of depression. In their colder months, they might be really struggling mentally, emotionally, physically even. And then by the time it's a little bit warmer out, they might feel like themselves again. So this is also just a great practice to have of documenting how you're feeling, when you're feeling it. Um, Another personal reset is to set personal goals or intentions every single month. So this could be related to your personal growth, maybe your career development, your hobbies even, or your wellness goals. Setting these personal goals every month allows you the opportunity to reevaluate and to reassess what's working, what's not working, and also just skills that you might want to pick up along the month. Maybe you want to start doing pottery classes or you want to start learning how to sew. Whatever it is that you want to start doing, this reset can help you to actually make plans to learn those skills instead of just saying it month to month. Oh, I want to learn this, but not actually making a plan or making the time to learn these skills or pursue these goals. And lastly, one thing that I do as part of my personal reset every month is to review my journal entries as well as my planner. I look back at my month and I'm like, wow, I did a lot this month and that's why I need to take it easier (laughs) next month so that I'm not burning myself out. Sometimes the proof is in the calendar. Sometimes you don't even realize how busy you are or how quickly things are going by until you go to your calendar or you go to your planner or your journal and you see how much you've been doing. And that's one area that sometimes we struggle with is giving ourselves enough credit and thinking that we always need to be doing more. We need to be doing more when in reality, we might even be need to need to be doing less. In reality, we are probably doing way more than we think we are. And so giving ourselves enough credit and grace by doing this personal monthly reset is a great way to really look back and see and reflect on all of activity that's been going on within the last month. 
So next we have your environmental reset. So this is one of my favorite parts of my monthly reset. I always love to spend some time looking at my home, looking at my home office and not just my home, but just my environment in general, looking at my surroundings essentially and finding a way to create more organized and peaceful environments. You would be surprised that that bag of clothes that's in the back of your closet that has been there for three, four months that you keep saying you're going to drop off to a donation bin. If you just find a phone number online or a service online, they can actually just do a clothing donation pickup versus you having to find a way to drag all of this stuff over to a donation site will make your life so much easier. And these are things that sometimes become habitual when we're just so used to having our environment a certain way or that clutter in our room and our home being a certain way. When in reality, there could be easier ways to address those things. So one thing that I always do is look in my space, see what's functional and what's not functional. Are there areas in my, for example, in my office that are not functional at all? And not everything needs to have a perfect use. Some things can just be for decor, can be for aesthetic, of course. But if there's some major things in my office, for example, if I didn't have, say, a whiteboard or a chair in my office that's ergonomic and really help helping me to be able to work comfortably, I might say, okay, this month I got to make sure that I have an ergonomic chair. I got to make sure that my desk is fully set up. I am going to finally put up the these pictures that have been hanging around in a picture frame for several months since I moved in and have just been on the floor. Like these types of small details that we sometimes neglect because we're just in the thick of it. Doing this environmental reset can help you to start paying attention to your surroundings more. Another way that I like to do this is through looking at inspiration on Pinterest. We will link our Pinterest page below. We always post on Pinterest. We love Pinterest so much. So we'll definitely link our Pinterest below at Sadie Baddies. But looking on Pinterest for inspiration is one of the best ways to feel excited and invigorated for a new month. And it can also give you some ideas of how to start decluttering your space organizing your belongings and just also incorporating more sustainable products or reducing waste, swapping out products to select more eco-friendly options. Those are all ways that we can pay attention to our environment as well. And your environment sets the tone for a lot of your mood. Your environment sets the tone for your creativity your environment can set the tone for your productivity. So if you have been feeling really stagnant or you've been feeling really out of focus, take a step back and see if it's maybe your environment that is contributing to your to, that is contributing to your focus. I did this recently with my office. I actually just moved my desk over from one side to the opposite side and I rearranged some of the furniture and it's just I I can tell that there's just so much more energy flowing in my office now that I've moved my desk away from in front of my door or 
right across from my door to the opposite side where, you know, when you walk in, there's just so much more room now. So little things like that do actually play a big role. And of course, if you are familiar with feng shui, there is a whole art and science behind this. So take take some moments um, before the beginning of the year, the beginning of the month of this new month and see if there's some some updates into your space that you can start making. Next, we have your physical reset. So this is obviously more focused on your physical well-being. So these can also be wellness goals that you've been wanting to incorporate. So prioritizing exercise, prioritizing healthy um, eating, prioritizing movement, and most importantly, prioritizing rest as well. What are the things that you need that can help you to feel more well-rested on a regular basis? Is it turning off your screen for a few hours or a few minutes at least before bed? Is it taking CBD oil, which is can be a sleep aid and help with well-rested sleep um, by calming your nervous system? Is it, you know incorporating supplements like melatonin or magnesium. I've actually been using GEM and GEM is a nutrient dense daily bite that's packed with vitamins and minerals. I've been using it for a few months now, actually, and I notice the difference right away when I do use or when I do take my daily GEM. I use the ones that are available in um the citrus ginger flavor, which is better for your morning, um, your daily essentials. And then I also use the calm essentials, which is helps to support my sleep. And I have noticed a big difference in both. So if you are interested in trying out gem, we do have a coupon code in our bio if you want to check that out. But I've been loving it. I also find that doing some breath work before bed or listening to meditation before bed really helps me to calm my nervous system so that I'm ready to have the best sleep as possible. So if sleep is something that you want to focus more on in this next month, just because it's summer doesn't mean that, you know, we don't need sleep. We don't need rest. We still need our rest. So I definitely encourage you to reevaluate what your relationship is to sleep and as well as when it comes to your physical reset it could also be cleaning out your refrigerator it could be cleaning out your pantry you could be looking at things that are in your day-to-day habitual practices like eating cooking meal prepping working out whatever the case is and seeing what you need to add what are you running out of what can you restock what can you buy in bulk those types of things. And of course, I also like to book my monthly workout classes. So every week or so, I like to take a workout class, whether that's Pilates or yoga. And so just booking those classes in advance helps me to make sure that I have time in my schedule. So instead of saying, oh, wait, I don't have time to go to a yoga class or I don't have time to go to a Pilates class, I've already carved out time in my schedule to be able to go and attend these classes because prioritizing my health is my number one focus for this year. I think that when I take a step back and I realize I sometimes prioritize other areas of my life 
more than I do my my actual physical health, that's where I give myself the opportunity to actually insert pockets of time, pre-inserting pockets of time so that I'm able to look forward to these practices and depend on them on a regular basis. Lastly, we have your spiritual reset. And your spiritual reset to me is actually one of the most important aspects of doing your monthly reset. So with your spiritual reset, this is really personal to you. There's no formula to it. But with spirituality and being a spiritual person, you want to remember that you being a spiritual person doesn't mean that you don't require spiritual maintenance or spiritual hygiene. So what are the practices that bring you inner peace and help you to feel connected to your shores? This can include meditation. This can include prayer. This can include going to activities or engaging in activities that align with your beliefs and values. And if you are someone that is religious, this might be going to your religious center, such as a church or a mosque or a synagogue or a temple. So going to these spaces and these physical spaces that can help to help you feel connected, being connected with your religious or your spiritual community in real life is also a great way to practice this spiritual reset every month. And of course, setting intentions for your spiritual growth and incorporating practices that can provide you with this sense of calm, this sense of peace and fulfillment. That's really up to you to decide. But if you are working with someone who is a spiritual advisor or someone that's within your spiritual community that can help guide you, this can be a great way to look forward to the the new month in a way that doesn't make you feel overwhelmed and we we do need that. We need that baseline of of peace. We need that base not baseline of feeling connected and supported. And sometimes that does come from our spiritual community or our spiritual practices. So definitely encourage you to look into that. One way that I do this is obviously setting intentions every month, but also doing an energetic cleanse as well. Just cleansing my home energetically, spiritually has really helped me to invite new energy every single month. You know, whether it's writing down intentions that I have set or fears or limiting beliefs and, you know, burning that piece of paper and actually being in the practice of removing these these limiting beliefs and these practices that I want to incorporate so that I'm starting my month on a, on the right foot that feels right for me. So... I hope that these tips and these areas help you with your next monthly reset. Let us know if you do try any of these um, monthly reset tips. And again, this practice can really just be designed and catered to you for you. But keep trying your best to, you know, look at every month as an opportunity to start over. If you had a rough month or this was challenging for you, that's okay. But remember that this is an opportunity for you to start over. And I hope that you're having a wonderful rest of your week. I will talk to you very soon and stay soft, baddies. 
To stay connected, join Sadi Baddies on Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, and more, and sign up for our monthly newsletter on SadiBaddies.com to stay in the loop. Sending you hella love and stay soft, baddie. Thank you.